It's Patriots playback time here with David Stearns and Brian Schrems. Two weeks after the Patriots took a couple of losses down there at East Coast, and they're looking to recover from that weekend with some wins on the road down there in Hampton Roads. Schrems, they have quite a road to travel here to get to Hampton Roads, but as we were talking before here, um, they've handed Hampton one of those home losses that Hampton is not used to. No, it's, it's true, especially in their home barn. They do not lose very often. And remember the night before, uh, Hampton gave it to uh, Potomac pretty good. But to come off of a big loss like that and, and come back and win in an away situation, you know it can be done. And, and you have to play smart, simple hockey, especially against that, that offense in Hampton Road. I mean, it, it, is, it is a powerhouse down there. But they've proven that it can be done. And, and you know, to, to cling to life here and, and, and try and make a push towards the playoffs, you know, it, it's the little things, it's the simple things that are going to get them into um, a second season here. And it's no mystery to most that this this roster has been plagued with the injury bug and uh, other issues at that. And, you know, we have some call-ups that Coach Ziegler has uh, pretty much put into motion here for the elite team to kind of work with the team for the rest of the season. I mean, we're coming down to the end, but, uh, well, with a month and a half to go, he's calling in Nick Ludeman, Jack Strykars, to kind of support this team here and hopefully elevate them to uh, the level that they need to be at. Yeah. We, we, we've seen Strykars. We know what he's capable of doing at the Empire level. Um, there, there's no doubt in my mind that he can't carry that over with a little bit of experience at the elite level. But he may be playing a little bit of a different role um, coach seems to have good confidence in him, but you know the, the size and the speed of the game is, is so very different from the Empire. So he's, he's going to have to have some, uh, so maybe 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 another couple of games and then some some off season to think about how he can how he can elevate his game and, and help this team as maybe a top six forward. Uh, and and Ludeman is is fresh to the Empire. Uh, I'm sorry to the elite team and. You know, he's he's going to have to find his niche. We know, given the, the games that we called this year with, with the Empire team, we know he can throw his weight around. We know he can hit. We know he's a smart defensive with with offensive skills. But, um, you know, how does that how does that fit into Coach Ziegler's scheme here, especially heading into a, a big weekend like Hampton Roads? Um, we'll know more about that on Saturday. And you can't go without talking about a recent return to the roster, and that being Tyler Nolan, who's definitely made a presence on the score sheet ever since he came back from that injury he suffered early on in the season. Uh, so definitely some good dynamics being worked out here, especially with Nolan and Strykars. Uh, both of them we've seen experienced in the Empire uh, level last year, but Nolan getting the move up this year, and Strykars kind of dabbling around with it, now finally getting a stay at it for the rest of the season. Tyler Nolan is a guy to look forward to as far as finishing out strong in this season. Yeah, you know, it's 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 something we noticed when we called the Empire games, and him him and Strykar seem to have a certain type of chemistry, kind of like the Le Cavalier in, in San Luis back in the good old days. But uh, given his size, you know, no one's going to have to find his niche, and, and we know he, he has it at the Empire level. We know he can score. We know he's, he's quick and shifty. Um, he, he's just got to figure out where he belongs, and the elite level and, and you know it, it was unfortunate for him to take that injury that, that knocked him out he really could have gained some good experience this year but 
you know, the, the guys around him are there to help. Um, they've got the size. They've, they've got the muscle to definitely create opportunities for him and uh, allow him to be a really good hockey player at the elite level. And he definitely has half of a season uh, of experience if he remains healthy through the rest of this year, uh, knocking on wood. Um, just because, you know, next season having the, uh, at least a half a year experience at the elite level will just definitely uh, help him in the long run as he finishes out his junior career. So let's go right into the interviews now, and uh, we'll speak now with uh, Nick Ludeman and Jack Strykars before finishing up with Coach Ziegler. All right, joined now with uh, Nick Ludeman, a recent addition to the elite team. Joining the elite team from the Empire team of the Potomac Patriots, Nick, welcome aboard, and uh, how does it feel getting the call-up uh, for the remainder of the season, it sounds, for the elite team? Uh, um, it feels pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm excited uh, for the opportunity, and uh, you know, looking forward to it. Uh, trying to finish up the season strong going into the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, pretty excited. All right. Yeah, you're a little bit choppy right now, so we won't keep you too long. But uh, talk a little bit about what your uh, transition is going to be like here between Empire and Elite, because, you know, they are two different kinds of systems. You know, uh, Empire seems to be a little bit more of a physical, kind of hard-nosed type of uh, league. The Elite is mm -hmm. more about the speed and the finesse and all that. But, uh, you know, for your size being at 5'8", you're a deceptive one out there. Talk a little bit about that play style that you brought to the Empire team as a defenseman and what you plan on doing differently or the same for the elite team. Um, yeah, uh, first of all, I have to agree with you. But, yeah, the difference is between the elite is definitely more faster. Uh, in the elite just practices and watching it. But uh, uh, on the Empire, I brought more of an uh, offensive uh, style with a, a strong set defensively. But uh, I definitely play more offensively, and I think I will be playing uh, in the elite. I think I was having a uh, more more defensive, strong base. Uh, kind of one of those guys where people will uh, underestimate me, but uh, I can definitely get the, the best of them, you know? Okay. And uh, uh, I think uh, it's, it's going to be a little bit tougher, especially to the speed, but uh, it's definitely nothing I can't handle. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing with the guys I, I will be playing with. Um, great set of guys. Uh, fun on and off ice. And uh, definitely just looking forward to the opportunity and uh, hopefully the uh, instructor on the playoffs. All right. Well, I think we got most of that in there. Um, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you. We promise. We'll get uh, another interview with you uh, coming up here in the near future. Uh, maybe when you're back in town here playing the first set of home games in a long time against Atlanta. So we'll we'll definitely make it a point to catch up with you then. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. We're joined now sure. here with uh, Jack Strikers on the uh, phone here. Uh, a recent call up. Uh, well, no stranger to the call up. He. Uh, was on the Empire team for a while, and now he's back on the Elite squad looking to fill out uh, a roster spot through the rest of the season. Jack, talk about the transition back up and the role you're expected to play for this Elite team. Well, uh, the role, I think, is just go out there, work hard every shift, and you know, I'm trying to put some numbers up. And I hope to do well. I hope to help this team win. I hope to do anything for this team to win. I hope to help them get a long playoff run, basically. Now you're the point leader there for the Empire team. Uh, pretty respectable numbers, and uh, 
Let's see. Uh, what do you, what are your look? What are you looking to contribute here to this Empire squad or this Elite squad that you've uh, pretty much gave to the Empire squad in transition? Like, what role are you going to be playing uh, specifically as far as like in the depth chart? Well, right now I think I'm on the line with Winsley and Skrillex, so they're okay. two big guys. That's a pretty big line right there, all above six feet. So we're going to be kind of like down from the net, getting those gritty kind of goals, getting the body, playing the body well good in the defensive zone, on line like that, energy line, basically. Nice, so using the size to your advantages, all right. Um, this coming weekend against Hampton, uh, what are you guys looking to do as a team to uh, pull out two wins against uh, this tough opponent that is pretty much a, a, a real powerhouse in the uh, the Southern Conference? Well, basically, it all starts tonight in practice, I and mean, we've got to have good practices, two good practices here before that we go down there, get the team going, get the legs moving, and then... We'll see when we get down there. I mean, it depends on how they come out. Got to come out strong. Got to come out hitting, playing the body. Just got to bury our chances, basically. Hey, Shrems, you got a question there for uh, Mr. Strikers? Yeah, I'll jump in for one quick one. Uh, Jack, talk a little bit about the uh, the style of play that you've that you've encountered at the elite level this year. Have you been able to, in your eyes, maintain your style of play, the, the more offensive-minded player, or have you had to play more of a of a two-way? kind of hockey just based on the, the physicality and the speed of play? Well, uh, when I'm on a league, I feel like I have to play a lot more two-way defense or two-way hockey more defensively because obviously I'm not as quick as some of these kids are and strong, so they give me give me off the park pretty well. But uh, on the Empire team, I was pretty offensive, but this team I have to be more defensive, block more shots, just be, do everything I have to do to get uh, playing time. Cool. Thank you. All right, Jack, good luck this weekend against Hampton. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Thanks for the time. Bye. All right, we're joined now on the phone with uh, Coach R.J. Ziegler, head coach of the Potomac Patriots elite team. Coach, take us through what happened last weekend. Uh, you pretty much laid it all out there and how important that weekend was, and it didn't work out in your favor. Uh, talk a little bit about what happened on that weekend and what you guys are doing moving forward. Uh, well, obviously the weekend didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. Um I thought we actually played uh, the first period of the first game. I thought we played great. Um, you know, we uh, the, the, the score did not reflect that. Um, even after the second period, I still thought we were playing well. Um, but, you know, it, it, things happened. Um, you know, we gave up a goal uh, with about a little under two minutes left, I think, in the second period uh, that made it um, – one to nothing, or maybe that was the two to nothing goal. Mm -hmm. um, and and it was kind of a it was kind of a weak one, but you know it happens, and you know you need to recover and continue to play. And um, about actually, you know what? These were both with less than a minute left. But with a, with with another one with less than a minute left, uh, very very poor defensive zone coverage. Uh, guys not getting the puck out when they have the opportunity to led to another one. And, uh, you know, two two quick goals at the end of a period, um, so they're hard to get back from. And I, I think that's what has actually made it 2-0. Uh, we put one in um, at some point early in the third period and kind of, uh, you know, w we were doing okay and we were, we were kind of treading water, not really putting as much pressure on as we needed to, not playing as the team that was really out there to – um, take the game back like we needed it to be. Mm -hmm. uh, guys took some really bad penalties. 
and uh, they ended up being up four to one. We pulled the goalie. We, um, you know, really started to pressure with less than two minutes. We scored two goals in the last like three minutes, made it four three. Just couldn't get the equalizer. Um, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it was unfortunate. I didn't like losing the game, but I, I liked the fact that we were resilient enough to play hard all the way through. Uh, unfortunately, there was. Uh, there was shifts that were taken off mentally, and there was bad decisions and um, immature, uh, you know, decisions on the part of a lot of our players. I mean, quite a few of our players at different points in the game taking bad penalties, and uh, well, that, that's why you don't get two points when you when you make those decisions. Um, <clears throat> the second game, uh, well, also in the first game, we lost Chris Howland again. He got hurt. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and so he. He didn't play in the second game, which we were already short as it was, and, you know, that didn't help anything. And then early in the first period, uh, Jake Wensley got a game misconduct for, uh, you know, a slew foot, as they, as they put it. We watched it on video last week, and uh, now it was it was questionable. You could see where the ref would call it, but I didn't see a kicking motion as he says he, you know, he did. But long and short of it, he wasn't there the rest of the game, so then we were down another player. Uh, you know, we ended up playing with, like, 11 guys for the rest of the game. Um, you know, we hung in there as long as we could. The third period was kind of a mess, but a lot of it was fatigue. Second game of the day, you're playing with just over two lines, and the guys are exhausted. Um, you know, and, and after that, um, I, I pretty much just, you know, I, I had enough of uh, um, trying to ask these guys to to play with, you know, 11, 12, 13 guys every game. So we brought up Jack and we brought up Nick, uh, Strikers and Ludeman, and uh, they're going to be here with us for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, this team, when we're healthy, can beat anybody we've played. We've shown that. We have beat everybody that we've played at some point or another. Um, we've beaten solid teams like the Junior Bruins. We've, you know, we've beaten Hampton. We've, 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 we can beat every single team in our league, and we know that, but we have to have bodies to do it. Uh, Jack and, and Nick are young. Uh, they're both more than likely going to be here again next year, so this is a segue for them um, into being a part of this elite team next year as well, and uh, um, they'll, they'll help us uh, get through the rest of the season here, get into the playoffs, and uh, do some damage. Now, you guys have had two weeks off uh, since the games against East Coast. Uh, what, what have you guys been working on in particular? I mean, your power play didn't look too shabby in the, that first game against East Coast, you know, two for six, but uh, Talk a little bit about some of the finer things that you're working on. Obviously, adding the uh, the couple extra bodies there to kind of fill out your roster a little bit and recover from, you know, the, the loss and injuries and players uh, leaving uh, the organization. That um, what is it that you guys are honing in on? Um, special teams is always important, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have to be good on the PK. You have to be, um, you know, effective on the power play. You got to make teams pay when they take penalties. Uh, when Chris Howland is in the lineup for us, our power play has been great. I mean, if, if someone took the time to go back and look at the games where he was there and look at the power play percentage and then go through and um, pull out the ones that he wasn't there, uh, I got to think that our power play would be, you know, between 30 and 40%. It's that much, it, it's that good when he's there. He's just been, he's a phenomenal quarterback for the power play. Um, so hopefully he can stay healthy and he can be there. Uh, when we eventually get into gray, that'll help too. Um, to be honest, last week um, there was quite a bit of conditioning skating. Um, you know, we we understand that our players 
uh, are, you know, put in a situation where we have all these injuries and there's not a lot of guys there, but we're not going to let that be an excuse. The mentality was we're just going to get in better shape so that we can play if we need to with that many guys. Um, so there was quite a bit of conditioning last week. Uh, we lost our practice last night with the weather mm-hmm. uh, down, so we uh, we didn't have practice last night. Hopefully that doesn't hurt us today. We'll do a lot of a lot of stuff where everyone's got a puck on their stick, um, a lot of a lot of slow drills and um, you know drills where it's up and down the ice multiple times, um, uh, so that you know everyone's part of the drill and everyone's skating. And then tomorrow we'll move into more of a special teams practice. All right, Shrems, what do you got for Coach Ziegler? Yeah, I'll jump in here. Um, so with the call-ups that you're making from the from the Empire team, what are your expectations? Where do you see them fitting in the lineup? We had a chance to speak with a couple of them earlier to get an idea of where they think they're going to be playing in this style, that they're going to contribute. But what do you ultimately see them as um, in the last set of games here? Um, Jack is a player that at any point could have come up and played with us this year. It was just a situation where, uh, you know, as a with my GM hat on, you look at a player and you say, okay, is it best for them to come up and not see as many minutes um, but be a part of the top team, or is it better for them to be the go-to guy and see a lot more minutes? And I do take into account the player's perspective on it and what they think is best for them. And I had the conversation with Jack, you know, way back in the beginning of the year. He played, I think, three or four games with us early in the season. And I had the conversation with Jack, and he felt like, you know, playing with the Empire team, at least for the majority of the season, so he was getting more and more ice time, was probably going to be better for him. I respected the fact that he, you know, was man enough to give me his opinion and everything, and I respected that. He, we, uh, you know, we put him there, but now's the time for him to come up and make his mark with us, and, and he will. He's a very gifted offensive player. Um, he's got great size. He can move. Um, if the kid puts on some muscle by next year, he could, he could do just as much damage in the Elite League as he did in Empire this year. So, um, and then Nicky Ludeman, uh, you know, he's a smaller guy, uh, but I've never been one to shy away from a smaller defenseman just because of their size. I think that, you know, small puck-moving defensemen are very valuable. We have one already in Justin Mendoza, and he's been fantastic for us. Uh, I always bring up the Peter Veltri reference. Um, you know, Peter Veltri was a smaller, quicker defenseman, and he's probably the best defenseman I've ever coached. Um, you know, he's right up there. Um, so, you know, it, it, I think when, when the, I think a lot of times the smaller guys have to be smarter and most of the time, uh, they, you know, either knowingly or subconsciously develop that extra intelligence and it, it makes them a, a real asset to the team that they're on. And, and Nicky is, is, is that he is, uh, he's very, very intelligent. He sees the ice really well. Uh, he, when you, when you watch him moving up the ice, his head's always up. Um, but his feet are moving as well. He can make a pass at any point. He can stick handle. He can, you know, he's mobile. He could peel off if he needs to. Uh, you know, same thing with him. I, I've been telling him since the beginning of the season that we, you know, we had him come up and start practicing with us probably about a month ago, anticipating that this move could happen. Um, since the very beginning of the season, I've been telling him to be hitting the weights, and I've been telling him to try to really hit him hard and. Now we're really going to be on him for the rest of the season and through the off season because next year, you know, he'll he'll be a returning guy and, and we need him to be, you know, at top caliber for us and and he has that potential. Is um is the pairing that you have Ludeman with is he going to be with James there? 
right now we have them practicing with that. I don't. I wouldn't say that's set in stone. Okay. Um, you know, we we uh, our our D were uh, not not everything they could be last weekend. Um, you know, we we had a pretty solid pair of Edgington and Mendoza for the, for most of the season. We swapped that up and it didn't really work out last weekend. Um, so I. I think I'm going to be more than likely go back to having Edge with Mendoza. Edge is just kind of our rock back there. He's, you know, you always know what to expect from Edge. He, he's, you know, he's he's not a guy that's going to do too much or try to be, you know, too offensive. He's good defensively. He's just, you know, I I told Mickey uh, at, at East Coast to watch him, you know, away from the puck and just see, like you can see, his head's always on a swivel. He's looking around. He's who, who, who's Who's my guy? Who do I got to pick up? Is everybody else doing their stuff? You know, he's kind of the kind of the quarterback of the D. Um, so, and then Justin is is our big offensive threat from from back there, and McDonald is is definitely one as well. But Mendoza's been here all year, and so when, when he has Edge back there, he feels a lot more comfortable being able to step up, lead the rush, make something happen, and uh, so that's a real solid pair. And then McDonald has played with Schultz a couple years ago little bit last year um, probably have those two together because there's some familiarity fair is the oldest defenseman on our team so uh, the thought process was you know, you know put him with Nicky he's got a veteran there with him James is smart too and he's you know he'll he'll be able to, to help Nick you know kind of adapt to this level cool. um, we're gonna head to Anton Rhodes your last meeting with him, you split, which was which was huge for you guys. You came off of a, of a tough loss and, and split them. What do you guys have to do to, to keep pace with this team? We know they're known for their offensive firepower. Um, your defense, your defense has been sound all season. I mean, they 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 seem like they've come a long way um, and and continue to improve. So is is that the focal point of this upcoming weekend? You know, I don't think that. I think that's a. <laughs> I don't really know if you can have one focal point. I think for our team to be successful, um, nobody has to be spectacular. Everybody just has to be good. Everybody has to do what they're expected to and um, and make sure they're not being selfish in their actions and make sure that they're being um, mature, responsible, and you know they're, they're, they're accountable for everything that they're doing. If our forwards play with speed and you know they put the puck to the net and they're 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 driving and they're doing everything that we ask them to do. Then the goals will come. Our defensemen are smart and they move their feet and they play good gaps against the the Hampton forwards. Then they'll take away that time and space and they'll do their jobs. And when the puck comes our way, you know, uh, in goal, you know, Dustin and and, and Philip will will get the job done just as they have all year. Um, you know, it's it's funny we're we're getting down towards the time where where I would start to kind of go towards one goalie and that'll happen probably you know February sometime um but it's tough they're both playing very well and um you know it's been that way the whole year so all right well Shrems you you pretty much stole my thunder there for the last question but yeah uh, I took this one for a while (laughs) yeah you did you did uh, RJ, any final thoughts going into the weekend against uh, the Hampton Roads Whalers, who rarely lose at home? Um, well, they've lost at least one at home, and that was to us. <laughs> that is true. We, we, there it is. We, we, we know we can beat them. doesn't really matter where it is. 
Uh, we just have to come out and play the way that we can, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where the chips fall. So, and the one other thing that I, that I want to add, uh, just kind of a uh, <laughs> kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a, a little something to think about. Um, the, our owner, Bill Hutzler, uh, has made another investment into the uh, you know Patriots program and the experience that we have for the players and the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty costly one, but it'll add to the in-game experience of uh, of you know those that come out and watch Patriots games. And it should be installed into the facility by the time we have our showcase at the end of February. Okay. So what a vague terminology there, Coach. <laughs> yeah, so we'll so we'll, we'll we'll leave it we'll leave it at that, and uh, there'll be a pretty there'll be a pretty cool surprise uh, at our facility for the uh, for the showcase, and then for the the games throughout the future. So, all right, something that something something that nobody else has. All right. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> well, good luck this coming weekend uh, down there in Hampton, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. Right, thanks. So an interesting weekend coming up against Hampton and also having the perspectives of the additions to this uh, elite team with Ludeman and Strikers. And, you know, obviously, as I alluded to before, yeah, we did we did get to see Strikers a little bit earlier on in the season. And uh, as a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, it was the first weekend of the season uh Definitely. So, I mean, his size, his, his capability out there on the ice is definitely, it's dangerous if he gets in full stride because obviously with that top line that he's, or the energy line, as he called it, that he's being paired up with, I'm excited to see what kinds of things he can bring to this elite team moving forward through the end of the season. Yeah, and, and let me let me throw this idea out at you. Given the experience they've had uh, playing together, they, they click at the Empire level, they, they work the power play, they're top line um, next year when, when things are finally settled down and everybody's hopefully healthy. Would you put Strikers and Nolan on the same line? I think so because last year they were the powerhouse combination like you were saying earlier on in this podcast. I enjoyed thoroughly watching them play together last year and uh, you know they complement each other so well out there on the ice that I think that you know maybe we can get a glimpse at that you know this season with the elite team, maybe Coach Ziegler will kind of experiment with that and bring it back to the old days and kind of see whether or not it's still there. I mean, you can get a test of that now or wait for it for next season, you know. But, I mean, you got to go with what works at this point, given that, you know, Coach Ziegler's roster has been bitten hard by the injury bug throughout the entire season. So maybe we tried earlier. But next year I would definitely think it would be something to toy with, that's for sure. But uh, you know, adding Nick Ludeman on that on that D line is one thing I'm really excited about uh, for the elite team. Yeah, like we were talking, his size is deceptive. I mean, that's the one thing I noticed about him out there. Uh, a shifty defenseman, you know, kind of deceptive out there at a five eight, you know, one sixty, um, just <laughs> really deceptive. And yeah, he he's not afraid to throw his weight around and. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to see because, you know, if you put him out there with, like, Mendoza or Thayer, uh, whichever the combination works out as uh, these coming weekends, you could have a dangerous, dangerous defensive pairing. And, boy, I wouldn't want to be a winger uh, standing out there in front of that net or a center at that. It's, it's you know, it's, it's something we, we've harped on all season long. The injury bug is hurt, but... When healthy, I, I want to say this is one of the best defensive cores that we've ever seen, certainly that we've ever called, but, but perhaps 
do I go as far as saying in the league that we've seen this year? I, uh, you know, uh, given what we've seen out of Thayer and Mendoza. And, uh, you know, even even the supporting cast that has come in to fill in, you know, back there on the blue line, um, I, I just think that, you know, like Edgington and Schultz, these guys, I, I really do, I, I like their physicality back there on the blue line, and yet they do have a good sense of where the puck is. They're smart out there on the ice, and they make their yeah. goaltenders look good as well. I mean, keeping the shots manageable for Moyer and Park, I think they're doing a great job of that. But yet when one of them goes down and you have to shift them around, I think they do recover well and they feed off of each other. And there's some instant chemistry, it seems like, with no matter what pairing you have out there on the ice. Yeah, and I like what Coach had to say about Edgington, and, and it's something that we've always set up the booth. He's all reliable. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's not out there to, 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 to flash and, and, and impress you with his moves or his shots or his, his things like that. He's out there to do his defensive job, and, and, and coaches recognize that. And it's, it's not a number that we call on the score sheet very often, but you know, continually throughout the game, we, we remarked about how, how smart of a play that was by Edgington, or you know, he, he pinched up or dropped back when he was supposed to. And he does have to have a set on his level. He's, he's seen as the, the, the captain of that defense. Yeah, and also to have like Kevin McDonald come back, you know, obviously uh, with a short time up there with the New York Bobcats coming back, he's huge on on the blue line too. And and one of the things I remember most about him last year was his work on the the power play, uh, you know, working up top and the shots that he took, uh, they were absolute lasers. And then also his his work ethic in front of the net too. You know, covering for his goaltender, sliding across the key, uh, the crease to take the puck. He's the shot block guy. He was second to Alex Gross from what I recalled from last year. I mean, I'm really impressed to see Kevin back there on the blue line again. And uh, I'm itching for next weekend when we see these guys back at home again. It's been a while. It has Too been long. quite some time. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll leave it at that, and we'll uh, bring an update next week on the next Patriots playback on how the guys do down there in Hampton Roads leading up to the weekend at home for the first time in a long time, since November that is, that they'll be playing on home ice at the Prince William Ice Center against the Atlanta Junior Knights. So, Shrems, any final thoughts before these guys take on a very tough opponent down there in Southern Virginia? Uh, real Virginia. Uh, I'm thinking the, um, you know, it, it's it's a one game at a time type deal here, and, and with, they got a big opportunity at that showcase coming up in February to to gain some ground and pick up some points. But uh, not, not thinking too far in here. Let's start with Hampton Roads and, and see what happens from there. All right, sounds good. We'll catch up with you next week, partner. And for my partner Brian Trumps, this is David Stearns for Patriots Playback, saying, have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Don't stop believing.